Updating. I can have like a 40 out. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service while still by my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? It is episode 182 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. And we are both guys who have houses, car payments, full-time jobs. Both went to radio school and quit uh, pretty <laughs> early on. And we both support uh, supported Ren McCormick's mission to bring dance back to a small Midwestern town that had forgotten how to live and how to love. Oh, we also like to play an occasional pickup game of... Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Play it fast and loose with the guy. I want to start where we left off, which was you were talking about your mom being a, uh, a German spy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know that it's necessarily German, but she could be German. She's more Polish, so yeah. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, th- I would I would suggest that... Uh, I don't want to say suggest. Yeah, that's a weird, th- weird intro then. Yeah, if this yeah, is your first time listening to the podcast, you should understand that the podcast is sometimes linear. Sometimes it's not. So you could jump in at any time and enjoy one hour of podcast, but sometimes you might need to go back and uh, pick up where we left off. But usually you'll you'll pick that up in the context, I'm thinking. Yeah, I almost wish like we had – I almost wish we had like baseball cards where you could – Look at the back and be like, "Here's the basic stats." Like, if you're a new listener, well, I, like, I, like you could be like, "Okay, Ben," but like, like, um, okay, you know when they do those movies where they go like, kind of like, uh, what's that Stallone movie where they they assemble like the greatest team, The Expendables, yeah, something like that. Like in the movies, like that, where the people come out and they do a snapshot, they still and they type on the screen, right. and they go, they'll go like Ben, 38, grew up, grew up super sheltered, Christian parents. Like I right. want, like gotcha, like yeah, like like a TV show would probably have that. I actually talked about this uh, within the last two weeks. I've been putting up that uh, I'm thinking about kicking the uh, intro song to the curb, uh, only just to sort of put a new face on the podcast. And before I used to use uh, "We're Through Being Cool" by Devo was mm-hmm. the original podcast song. I think it maybe lasted like ten episodes after you got here, and then then I switched it up. Because yep. we had just enough sound bites for me to make this one and then put the stupid sound bites in it. Yeah, those sound bites are um, super old. Yeah. So um, I'm, I either was thinking like, hey, uh, myself, you, myself, and you, someone who listens, uh, any of those combinations could write a podcast uh, theme for us, or um, we could pick something that uh, we thought represented the podcast that was already a, a piece of popular music. We've done a few jingles so far. In addition to that, uh, just like in the beginning of what is that show? Ugh, now it's going to kill me. Um, the one where it's a Netflix show, the, the Bluth family, Arrested Development. Oh, yeah, yeah. So how they have at the beginning where it explains why who the Bluths yeah. are, and yeah. so I wanted to do something like that for our podcast. So it almost bring you up to speed like I just did. Uh, with a basic who we are, so that, that way if you're that just would make in. sense. That would make sense as there's more podcasts in the region, especially like they're starting to grow. 
So you want to go like, okay, cool. There's a bunch of us. Awesome. But we're not the same as them is, is not the same. As, right. So what, I mean, not that they're light years apart, but like what is, what makes you guys different? Well, would be a nice way. Cause that way, when I start telling the story about my mom, people that listen go, oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And other people go, well, I don't get it. And they go, oh, well, well he's talked about her speaking in tongues before. And like, now there's some, that makes more sense. So I think that, you know, some of the people who are, are, are archivists, uh, could cobble together some interesting facts that they think represent us specifically and, uh, you know, send those over to us, and maybe, like I said, maybe me and you will sit down and oh, like, grab it, our, like if you were going to sell us our keytars, like and, if you're going to sell us, mm, say, let's say slavery or legal warn again. people against listening. Slavery is legal again, right? Okay, hear me out. Slavery is legal again. Gotcha. We're on the the uh, I don't know what do you call it? Not, the auction block. It's a dais, but not nearly as fun. An auction block. Auction block. There it is. We're on there. Mm-hmm. What does the Barker auctioneer fella say? Like, yeah, I got one. I got one, Dave. I got one, Dave. Here, uh, you, you can see the man on the back with the top hat. Going quick. Uh, once, uh, uh, likes going out with his family, but hates it once he gets there. Hates going out with his family, but it begrudgingly Unless enjoys it's fireworks. Him. Right. No, no, but again, that's right. nonlinear. So, anyway, that, so you I said feel that like the, doing something that would add, it would make sense. End of last podcast, you teased that uh, you found out your mom was a uh, high-level negotiator. Yeah, FBI-caliber negotiator. And the reason is this. I was, I was, I, I made a vow to read more books in 2018. So I read this book, and it's called um, either Don't or Never. Never Split the Difference. You didn't read the, the title. Yeah, well, it's either Don't Split the Difference. I think it's Never Split the Difference, <laughs> yeah. right, by, by Chris Voss, I believe. Sure. It's about an FBI negotiator. And I'm reading this book, and he's talking about all these different methods um and in negotiations there's methods and these methods are used to keep people in the conversation to keep open-ended questions uh i don't say you know did you have any fun this week because you go yes or no i say what did you do this week that was fun right so i'm learning these like different tactics and emotional labeling and uh oh that sounds tough that sounds hard that must have been rough for you right and one of them is called mirroring and everybody goes yeah yeah, no no kidding i know this but i'm getting somewhere with it one of them is called mirroring, and what it is essentially, I mean, I'll dumb it down, is you basically, like, you go, man, I had a really, really tough day today, and I go, ah, tough day today, tough day, you know what I mean? And you mm. go, yeah, and you expound upon it, and, I, and you get, and then there's that, there's that, um, uh, you know, careful pause in, in between, effective pause, and then that gets you to open up. Well, I realized all my life I had been making fun of my mom. For we would always joke about like anywhere we'd go, my mom would just parrot back what you said, along with like read billboards. She also like would just like when we drive by, like we'll see a sign, and my mom be like, "Oh, Kentucky seven ninety nine for chicken. That's it, Kentucky Fried Chicken." Let's go. We just, and we're like, uh, you know, right? That's like on the marquee, <laughs> you know, like oh, mufflers, muffler sale, ninety nine dollars. That's a good deal. And we're always like, "What is going on? Like what? Like." What is like Rain Man esque, right? And then me and my brothers would be talking. We'd say, "Oh man, we're gonna go see this this concert. It's gonna be great concert." And we always were like, "Okay, my mom maybe, uh, you know, maybe she's a cobble sandwich short of a picnic. Maybe there's something. I don't want to say my mom's slow, but it makes you sound slow when you just repeat what people said. And you're like, "Oh man, I can't wait. I'm uh, me and Fuzz went to the Sox game last night. Sox game, and like you go, okay, she's not understanding." Apparently, she's not slow. She's actually super sharp. And since I've been born, my mom has been using these techniques to get me to talk myself 
Maybe because she knows I'm not going to tell her stuff on my own. I'm, I'm speaking like as a teenager, mm. but now it's just she's set in her ways. Maybe this whole time she's just been using FBI caliber negotiation tricks to get me to tell the truth because maybe I was such a liar. I mean, did you start all of a sudden remembering all these times where you said too much that you shouldn't have while well, reading this book? It would be like, man, I'm really tired this morning. Tired this morning? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just a little bit tired. Oh, a little bit tired? Yeah, I had a late night. Oh, late night? And I'm like, what is wrong with her? She's not listening? <laughs> Apparently, and then eventually I'm like, you know, when I really meant to just say, hey, can I get a cup of coffee? It turned out like, yeah, we were at the beach all night and uh, you know what I mean? Like, it was it was crazy night. We're doing bottle rockets out of our ass and... You know what I mean? And that's like, I never wanted to, to give that up. So I, I didn't realize, I was like either idiot savant or maybe just savant. I'm not sure what that part means. Or just genius or the idiot, the idiot part. Right. I don't, but who knows? According to Chris Voss, uh, I mean. Some people are inherently yeah, like gifted if, with this. Like uh, if there's a kidnapping situation, just send my mom in there. And they'll be like, look, lady, I don't want to talk to you. You're so frustrated. They just exactly. kill themselves. That's what I'm saying. That's what she does. She'll wear you out. She'll be like, they'll be like, listen, lady, you tell the cops I want a helicopter here or I'm going to start dropping hostages in one hour. <laughs> dropping hostages? Yeah, I'm going to drop them in, in, here, I'll be my mom. You're, you're, you are a barricaded subject. I'm a barricaded subject? Or a hostage, whatever. I mean, um. I'm a hostage? Hostage taker. I took hostages? You did. What you're in I? a bank. I'm in a bank? You're in a bank. I'm in a bank? A bank. No, I mean, but start, though. You want me to start? Uh-huh. I'm in a bank. A bank? And I have hostages. Yeah, hostages? That's right. Oh, hostages? Yeah, I'm going to kill these hostages if you uh, you don't bring me five pizzas. That's right, pizzas with pepperoni on them. Jesus loves you, you know. And then they would eventually... Well, she also found out that I wanted pepperoni on my pizzas. It just wasn't the... Uh... A traditional pizza, so she did get more out of me than I, I prepared to offer up. See, just, in my mind, I was just going to go with pizzas. But you knew it was coming. It tricked me. You knew right. it was coming, and no, you still absolutely. fell for it. So I was just like, "Has my mom been mirroring me all these years?" Well, have you ever seen the show The Americans? No. What and do you truly know about your mother? Oh, jeez. The Americans is a show about dude less than the, almost anyone that lives with their mother. Knows. The Cold War and to um, an American, what seems to be a normal, average, everyday, uh, run-of-the-mill, red-blooded American family, who's actually a run-of-the-mill, red-blooded Russian family who's okay. infiltrated okay. America, had their children here on American soil. Their children do not know they're spies. All the time, they are spies. Like true lies, yes, but 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 he was a good guy. So it's the opposite. Huh? Yep. He's the actual. But they were all bad, right? But he's yeah, good. yes. Well, not only I, th I got the more I thought about it. And then the speaking in tongues. Now, are you sure it was tongues? No, not. I'm not sure of anything. Is anymore. it possible she pulled out a radio communique out of the pew and was communicating of course, of with the motherland? Possible. It's and all you, possible, <laughs> dude. Think about it. Yeah, I mean... I mean, the Cold War was far over at that point in time, no? I don't even know... Was, no, that was mid-80s, right? Dude, I don't even know... Yeah. Early 80s, at least. Okay. That was like, you know, break down that wall, all that, sure. right? This, I don't even know what I was drinking at communion anymore. Mm. There's no there's no proof of anything. Very so, true. not only is she FBI caliber at getting people to tell them things, I've noticed... 
simultaneously, she is one of the worst listeners in the whole world. Because she... Okay, you're either spilling your guts because she just is mirroring you, or or she's got this ability to halt conversations, which is like... So I started thinking of... without My mom has the ability to halt conversations without going like, hey, stop talking. Like, I'm uninterested. She'll just sort of... Switch gears on you? Just switch gears. Yeah, just switch gears like... Again, you'd just be saying, like, oh, man, I had a crazy night last night. My mom would just be like, where do you keep your crayons? Like, just... just and without ever planning on going back to it? Never or... going back to it. Yeah, so um, I was started to think of, like, okay, th- with this negotiation book, all it told me about, it kept teaching me how to get people in the conversation, get them talking, get them talking, get them telling you things. This might be useful in real life to just get people to stop talking. So what are some effective ways – what are some non-offensive effective ways to get people to stop telling you a story you don't want to hear? This is this is a Take a heart attack is the only way I know. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. But, I mean, if we could come up with the answer, this is a service mm. to the listeners. Gotcha. Someone's telling you a story like – someone's going like, dude, my car was making this sound last night. I got under there. And then, first of all, I thought it was the fuel injectors, right? And I got in there, and I'm taking around, obviously, the timing belt in, like, four sentences, and you're like, oh, my God, I got to get out of this. Like, other than just fart, mm. and even that is, like, yeah. no, I don't still know. fine sometimes. It depends on, on, on if they're even listening, because a lot of times when people are talking, they're not necessarily actively listening. So they could roll right over that. Well, I started thinking, here's what you do. Here's what my mom does a lot. You just say something super sad. The saddest thing you can think of, because then... You, okay, if somebody, I tell you, you're, you, I'm telling you a story about how my timing belt's off, and I try to get under there, and I tried my one wrench, but then I had to go all the way to Smith's Chevy, because they had the wrench I needed. Did you hear about those soccer kids yeah, trapped those, in the cave? Those Thai, those Thai people. Terrible. Perfect. Perfect. But here's also, you, need, you have to make sure that it's something that's super sad that that person's not interested in. That's exactly for me. Yeah, no, that's a real, that's a, that's a perfect example, because here's the thing, if you, if I say... Oh, your 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 aunt, you know, got cancer or something. Then you go like you legitimately go. Oh man, that's awful. Tell me what happened. How'd you find out? It has to be far enough removed to where it's sad. You don't want to talk about it because you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about something that's a bummer and also doesn't affect you. I also feel like a lot of times when I'm in those situations and my mom like it's an like a, a second. Like, it wasn't her primary thing. Like, we're, we have a conversation. She starts talking to me about, like, you know, some landscaping issues or, hey, do I know where this is at her house? Hey, when you were living here, is it possible you took the power washer home? And then so did you hear that so-and-so fell down and broke her hip and she's been in the hospital for two weeks? Mm-hmm. Like, my first instinct, instinct is to always say, no, I didn't hear it because I don't communicate with that person, nor do I care. But then I automatically take the low road of being like, well, I mean, were you just telling me this now? Even though I, I truly, and then we get engaged in this conversation that about why I didn't get, why I wasn't told. And then she starts telling me the full details about what happened in this accident. And I'm just like, man, I dug myself a hole that I can't get out of now. Well, but here's why this works so well is because here's why it's a conversation halters because you don't have anything to offer. So you're not going to offer anything of any real substance. And it's so sad that you can't go on with your story. 
you know, you can't, I can't be like, so my timing belt's off, and you go to those Thai kids, and I go, yeah, yeah, but enough about the Thai kids, my timing belt, I can't mm, do that, because no. that's, that's offensive, and it's just, it's rude, sure. right? So, how this is a double-edged sword, is it's sad enough to get you to, thrown off your topic, and you, just by, by reason, uh, by way of being a good person, you can't go back to your topic. So your topic's null and void, yet, here's the other side of that coin, is, you're, you can't go back to your topic because it's not as important as what they just brought up. And you have nothing to offer. So you're not going to tell your story anymore. You're also not going to tell any story. I mean, I think that works on 80 to 90% of the population until you run across a maniac like me who's just like, I'm, <laughs> I don't care about any of that. Yeah. You know, not interested. you say something about Thai food? Yeah, my wife was telling me the other day, she's like, can you believe it? I mean, they've, they've got four more. They're teaching them to scuba dive. It's a horrible story. It was a rite of passage. I'm like, I heard you hit a bunch of bullet points. I mean, I don't know if this is a show you're watching. I don't know if this is, uh, you know, something you read in a book. I don't know if this is a movie that your friends are talking about at work. I have no idea what you're talking about. And she's like, no, yeah. there's a soccer team. I don't watch reality And they TV. went into a cave after a soccer. Wait, what? Yeah, you know, after they won, their coach took them like in a, uh, on a spelunking. Oh, oh, you're talking about so like the national soccer team. Is that what team? happened? I never got No, them. these kids are like eight, nine years old. Why would their coach take them? I don't care what country they're from. Oh, why, why would they go in a cave? I don't know. I'm just, I, I, this is what I think is happening. I saw a story and it was like. They got in the cave and then it filled up with water and then they got trapped and there was like stalactites and so they couldn't swim their way out and they had to, a SEAL team, uh, from their country came in there and then they had to teach these kids to scuba dive. All I know is it oh sounds like God. all the kids are safe. As far as I know, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be offensive, but it's going to make a great movie. And eat, this, this will be one of those opportunities or one of those times where Hollywood cannot turn their back on Asian America. I mean, what are you going to oh, do here? No, you can't make it about an American soccer team. I mean, who takes their kids in the, in the caverns? Yeah. It's going to, you're going to have to employ, I mean, a lot of Asian people in this, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, they, there's no going, I mean, unless they just choose not to make it, but how could you do that? At least lifetime. Mindy, whatever from the office is going to have to be involved in some way or shape. I mean, she's Indian. Yeah, but that's, I mean, she's still going to get her, she's going to wet her beak somehow. No? <laughs> I don't know. They're all boys, so I, yeah, I'm not sure. It's executive producers don't Whatever. Exist in yes, the world. it's possible. But that, that being said, um, I'm just so shut off to anything anyone else has to offer. I, I, this doesn't apply to me. So I, I, I'm not with you on this. Uh, well, I'm, I'm be real. Like, I really don't. There's not a lot that moves me. You're not with me on what? The Thai story? Or the... No, no, no. I'm not. This wouldn't work for me, your concept of not being able to get. Because I will just bowl somebody over and be like, yeah, I'm not interested in that. So if you're telling me your boring story and I bring up super, something super sad, you're just going to sweep it aside verbally? I would. But I would jokingly do that. I'd be like, let's go ahead and put a pin on the thing with the kids in the cave. Mm. And let me finish this story about my uh, my glove compartment. Yeah, but we're talking about my mom. This woman has okay, a yeah, marathon okay. stamina. Okay. I thought you were saying my this is something can... that could happen across all mediums. People. My mom could make Eeyore be like, dude, buck up, fella. It's going to be okay. You know what I mean? I'd like to see your mom in a room with somebody like the Ultimate Warrior or, you know, somebody with that level intensity, maybe a Michael Rappaport, mm -hmm. and, and see how she could shut him down, see if it's possible. Let's put her in almost in different situations. Wait, dude, you know what it's like? It's like you ever play ping pong with an old person? Yeah, of course. Yeah, who, does, you know, who hasn't? You know how good they are? 
I mean, some, yes. I just mean my grandpa when I okay. say this. My grandpa, okay. too. Playing, playing ping pong with my grandpa. He used to do a 45 cut and make that ball woo-woo. Oh, my God. You know, I can, dude, I can, I can kiss the English so bad on a ping mm. pong ball. But here's the thing. I had all those tricks. Didn't matter against my grandpa. My grandpa played ping pong like poker. He would just draw you out, bleed you out. He would wait and wait. I would Every trick I had in the book, he would never give me a crazy serve. He would never put spin on it. He would just knock it back. No matter what, I, I'm across the room. I'm doing like my 45 cut. I'm putting top spin on it, back spin, side spin. I got my fancy pedal. Holding uh, it upside down where you're, the, the paddle's in the palm yeah, of your hand. Yeah, like a jerk holding <laughs> yeah, it upside right, down just right. to show off like... Like when people play, say like, oh, I want to play ping pong. And I go, hold on, let me go to the car and get my paddle. Right. I do all those tricks. And you open it up your trunk and it's like, it's like the repo man. And my trunk glows. My, my grandpa used the same one he made from a birch tree in right. 1918, right? Wonder just, boy. Just tink. <laughs> right. It's got a little, he soldered a little lightning bolt on it. It was just back, back. Never impressive. But eventually you go, all right, I'll do something stupid. And Slow I'll make and an steady error. wins the race, Ben. I will make, a, a, what, what do they call it in tennis when you make your own error? Like love. unforced error? Love. Pretty sure it's called 15. Okay. Yeah, okay. One of those so two things. Those are the only numbers is, in town. That is what my mom would do to rap a board. He'd be like, mm. he got blinders on me. He'd be like, he's like, no, cut, cut, cut out that bullshit, right? He would start yeah, saying so that. what? Yeah, he'd be doing that and my mom would go, yeah. My mom would just, she would let out a selective. <sighs> like he would say. You, you, you got blinders on, man. And my mom would go, <sighs> A lot of babies get sick. Um, you never heard of SIDS? You're not you know what I mean? Cock diesel. <laughs> That's just now. She would just. She would. She would just bat the ball back with sadness. Uh, <laughs> just bat the ball back with sadness. Down. That's it. And eventually he would go. Oh, all right, you're right, lady. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> That's how it would go. Um. So, I just thought about that. I thought in. Okay, a couple a couple bullet points. Not making fun of the Thai kids. On my end, what I was, what I'm saying, and like it matters, but what I'm saying is, when it comes to news stories, unless it's really close and local, or very much big and will affect me, or mentions the podcast, or well, yeah, that would have to be local. Um, I have sort of like my mental hard drive is full, mm. and I just I I don't have any files in my brain that I want to delete for kids stuck in a cave in Thailand. It's sad as it, it's it's awful story. You know, of course. Oh yeah, is. for sure. Course, I mean, it's terrible, right? And if it was one of my kids, but I'm, I'm broke up. But how, how could, how could I have room in my emotional and mental hard drive to be affected by every national story? The world's too big, dude. Yeah. I can't, I, even, I, I can't even watch Vice News every day because I'm like, this is too sad. I weigh myself three times a day. The last thing I have is time or, you know, an opportunity to sit down and, and, and cry for, uh, you know, Argentina. Like when you're on your else. driveway and you're having your 17th cup of coffee staring at the clouds. Right. You don't have, there's no time for other. Definitely not. Definitely not. I'm always thinking about how I am going to obtain another cup of coffee and if it will be 112. Or freezing cold. Side note, smuggler's super good. Yeah? Dude, drinking it. So black. you left last week and you're like, hey, I'm not a black coffee guy. And I'm like, let me, give me, give me, give me an opportunity to change your mind. Mm. So I gave you um, Rum Sanity from Smugglers. Yeah. yeah. And I gave you it's um, like a, a, Charisma Plus One, maybe. Oh, no. Yeah, Rum Sanity and. I don't oh, know. no. The Barrel Aged. Um, barrel Aged something. Uh, treat Yourself. That's it. Treat Yourself. Yeah, yeah. Treat Yourself. Um. Both of them black and very good. Nothing. Yeah. Put nothing in it. And I didn't even like sort That's of That's what like, black means. Yeah. Well, I mean, in this, when it comes in this to context. coffee. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, but uh, 
I don't mean to black pedal. Didn't even. Yeah, yeah. Good job <laughs> black pedaling. Um, okay. Anyway, Smuggers Coffee is good. Yeah, yeah. But my two <laughs> my two points were <laughs> rousing endorsement. No, no. I just mean like we're, I'm getting to right. Gotcha. This mm-hmm. caveat on a caveat. Uh, no, I really like the coffee, but as far as the Thai kids, not making fun of them. Just don't have room for any more news stories. Right. Um, same way with Kylie Jenner's lips. She's taking out those things that make them fatter. Don't care. Right. Second two, of course I love or second point. Uh, of, of course, I love my mother, and she's a good person. Uh, but she can outsad. I believe any, you. She can outsad anybody. And so, so that's that's what I was saying. So now you're 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 doing the, just to skip back. You're you're doing the black coffee thing. You so you had the coffee I gave. This you. is why I can't do a one person podcast. I right. dude, I can't stand. I'm keeping for you on five stop. seconds. I'm keeping you on topic. So you had the coffee I gave you. You sampled both. I gave you uh-huh. enough for probably like a half a pot of each. Maybe. I wanted to go to Grindhouse today. Uh, yeah, I made a half pot and I had a little left over in both of them. Sniffed it. So I'm rubbed it on your gum line. I snorted it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. absolutely, absolutely. You didn't use a. Uh, I butt chugged it. You, did you use a turtle safe straw? Don't no. Okay. Well. No, I use the kind that's um, specifically designed to go in a turtle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was weird. I was like, "There's bendy straws, there's party straws, and the turtle killer. Give me that." I figured a way to uh, plan uh, the days of events about getting while getting all the way out to uh, the fairgrounds area to uh, to grab an iced coffee from Steam Whistle today too. So. Uh, <laughs> This, I, this. I started off this morning. I got in and I had some uh, some hot coffee, and then I thought to myself, "Man, I I could use a iced coffee right now. It's a nice warm day." So out. as you're sipping coffee, you're like, "Boy, I could use some coffee." Yeah, pretty much. Do you know how much Dave three years ago would have hated you? Oh, guts? without a doubt, hated without a doubt, guts. without a doubt. Like enough with the coffee. I think the thing that keeps me from being like a full coffee hipster is the fact that I don't know what goes on behind the scenes and I'm not talking about notes or flavor. You know the specific temperature with which optimum drinking for For your personal level. For me. I don't know what you're... So so nothing stops you from me. You are. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what they wear, but like, you better get it. A beret? I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to do something about the facial hair. It's going to have to happen. (laughs) Well, either way, I got out to Steam Whistle and uh, so uh, hats off to Steam Whistle because it is the best iced coffee black i've ever had now somebody asked me a question and i couldn't answer it and and, and this is why i'm, I'm going to move into another thing real quick but um what is the difference between cold brew and iced coffee mm. and i thought i don't know i think it's the same thing and then it was brought to my attention no Mm-mm. cold brew is coffee that was once brewed hot yeah and then put over ice like Dude, a I over what over kind ice. Of coffee hipster are you? again this i'm telling you Jesus. I just, I just, people put different coffees in front of my face and I drink them or I put different. Yeah. I put them. Actually, you travel to and fro great. Sure. Lengths to sure. But I have no knowledge of, 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 mm-hmm. I'll just drink whatever. And I'll You've go, yes, I like this. You've personally at least two different roasters that I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that you know. <laughs> that I know. Yeah. So with Small that being town said, still has the order out on you. I am also trying to. Uh, a lot of people are digging our stickers, and so I'm putting a lot of people onto the uh, the stickerguy.com. I get nothing out of it, but that's where I get our stickers from. So I've been. Uh, a lot of these uh, businesses have been reaching out, saying, "Hey, where do you get your stickers from?" And that's where we get them from. Um, the stickerguy.com or stickerguy, no the. But anyway. Hmm. Um, so I walked away from Steam Whistle this time with a cool Steam Whistle T-shirt. And a, uh, a a bag of coffee for the road as well, hot coffee. That's for cool. my drip pot. 
That's cool. So you, they, got some, you got some coffee. It was funny because dope. the guy, the, the young lady working there said, what kind of, uh, how do you want this ground? What are you going to, when are you going to, like, you know, what are you going to make it in? And well, I think uh, I'll have a cup of coffee with the, this one. The, the One of the owners just looks at me without knowing me and goes, it's going to be a drip pot. And I thought to myself, do I, am I a drip pot? Am I a drip pot guy? Like Whoa. what? Yeah. And I, I, I assumed I probably should have asked him because I thought about asking him like, why, why drip? You pot? let him get away with that. That should have ruffled your feathers, sir. No, I am a drip pot guy. Yeah, but so what? He doesn't know that. But it, I don't know if that's highfalutin or, or not. I don't think it is because I have a Mr. It. Coffee. But drip, I mean, everyone has a drip pot. Yeah. Well, we He's calling you pot. a basic bitch. I kind of, I kind of thought in, that, in but, the, but the then I thought he was just like this guy's not worried about all the frills. He's just a straight up black coffee drinker, likes it in the drip pot. Mm, how does he know you don't French press? How well, in, I was just, how he, in God's name does he know that about you? I was arm wrestling my buddy before I arm my before I ordered my coffee. So exactly, mm. I think he just got the idea that that was then the case. maybe you're a pour over guy. Definitely not a pour over guy, but not yet. So so. You know, I'm always like, I, I just can't sit still. And w- a lot of times when we don't podcast, it's because of me. And a lot of times it's because of you schedule wise. Mm. Um, and I, I had this idea before where I wanted to, people always say, Hey, could I be on the podcast? Or, you know, what do you think if, uh, I get a shot to, to come watch you do the podcast or whatnot? And, and, and my answer is usually always the same thing. I don't do this podcast without Ben. Um, and I don't do it with anybody else additionally because, A, we can hardly fit each other in. You know, we talk too much. It's it's very hard to throw in a third person. They'll be completely overwhelmed. That's what she said. Um, and the other part of it is uh, to sit down here and watch us is super creepy. But Yeah, like if you're not participating. Yeah, it's, it just throws off. What the, about somebody with um, like a manual fan, like a fold fan? the hell does that mean well like they could okay one person oh, holds no. a bunch of grapes yeah no and when no. you're talking i eat the grapes so, and when i'm talking so uh, then you eat the there grapes. is this a lot of podcasts do the thing where like okay you're either you talk about movies you talk about comic books you talk about yeah. comic book movies yeah. you talk about you know whatever whatever thing you do um you talk about like us we talk about our <laughs> daily lives and other guys bring in experts on things like, you know, and they talk about this guy and they go, I'm interested in learning about what it is yeah. you do. So yeah. explain it to like me. You do something great. Tell us about it. Yeah. So, so we're very specific in, in, in the fact that neither of us know too much about anything. <laughs> you can say that. And again. we just sort of talk about our own. We, we're, we're both selfish trying to get our own stories out there and whatnot. I think, well, I, I, I take it as like, uh, talking about ourselves, but, uh, I take it as like a, it, to me, it's like a, a improv class. Mm-hmm. That's how I view it. I go, okay, what do you got? Keep the ball in the air. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. That's the fun of it for me. Well, so I'm a terrible interviewer. I, I, and I am too. And that's why we haven't done it. In, in the times that we have done it, it's it's been all right. But I'm just like, you know, I'm always asking questions that are I want to know. I'm not, I, I don't know how to ask. Like, I, I don't go into it. I remember <laughs> questions that eventually come back to a topic right. I have to talk well, about. Well, like when we, we uh, interviewed Elaine Osgood very early on, stand-up comedian, who mm-hmm. was like a, an up-and-coming stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. She was just starting out. Um, I had written out a long list of questions, and it was so formulaic and so rigid, um, not to listen to it, but even to me, like, I was like, I don't, I have like 75 questions, so I need to get through all these questions. And and I just didn't sit around and it, I was new to podcasting and I, I didn't know about letting something sort of breathe. That's tough to do. So, um, 
I've thought about doing an additional podcast outside of this podcast or the idea of, hey, if Ben's busy on a certain week, bringing one of these uh, one of these people in. And, and we have a ton of like really interesting listeners that do their own thing. That is crazy, right? Yeah. So That's I, a good point. I thought, and, and I've often told these guys, like, you should do a podcast. You should do a podcast. And everyone's like, ah, you know. And it is a lot harder than, than you would think to, like you said, keep the ball bouncing or have something entertaining. Uh, God knows, you know, we, we try our hardest. Yeah. But um, so I have this idea, either I, I was going to do an additional podcast where I grab people that I, like Dave from Smugglers, and say, like, what is barrel-aged coffee? What does it even mean? How did you start doing this? Mm-hmm. What what got you into the coffee brewing thing? What makes barrel aging different? It would be like all a, these questions, okay, that I specifically have uh, because I want to be better at drinking coffee and appreciating coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I said, well, I should do a coffee podcast. And then I thought, well, that's gonna no. be, it's gonna be pretty I short lived because cool. it's very it's very yeah, specific. No, that's awesome. So what I'm thinking about doing is, you know, in in your absence, um, maybe just grabbing one of our listeners one by one. It's awesome. And having our listeners come in here, uh, e- even the most, a person who, who we may not know has anything interesting to talk about. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and putting it back know. on them and saying, hey, you know, you, you comment, you, you say this, you say that. Put a mic in front of you and, and let's let's see if we can uh, make something interesting happen. What if you, like, do it but you shuck the, um, the oft- the oft-used method of like, so tell me your story. No, Where I would are you do from? That. That's what I mean. No, like, no, I would do our normal podcast with them in your seat. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, here's my stories for the week that I'm going to talk about. And you can jump in where you see fit. And I like that because have a couple stories are great. As a matter of fact, uh, Joe Marin... Mar- Marino? Marinero? Sure. That sounds like sauce. It's what his name is. Is it Marinero? Yes. Okay. I thought maybe I was adding a syllable. No. I just know him from you know from Twitter and I met him personally quickly before. Um, he was on, uh, according to Alan, and I listened to it last week, and and it was great. And I was like, dude, I've been tweeting with this guy for a couple of years. I had no idea. He actually had a great story, but I still like the idea of like, because when you just get someone's story, you, I don't know, no, and, you you don't have you don't you don't the jokes aren't there, and and if the jokes aren't there, I'm kind of not into that. It. See, so I see what you're saying, and that's exactly what I mean. Like, I I would bring. Let's just use Dave because I brought him up, the dude from Smugglers. I would bring him in, and, 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 and there would be some, not necessarily upfront, but like, hey, coffee specific, like what is barrel aging, blah, 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 blah. But then it would quickly go to, you know, like I said, I have these three stories that are, or situations that I was going on uh, involved in during the week. And uh, you well, know, they could talk about their expertise, just maybe sure. not their story. Just because, I, I just wouldn't do a whole podcast so based on barrel aging coffee. Well, I was just I watched um, Ben Shapiro has a thing every Sunday now. It's like a Sunday special, like mm-hmm. a YouTube with it's a video on on YouTube. He had Corolla on last week, and I was like, cool. Corolla came on, and it was a good episode. But he told the story of how he came about and how he met Jimmy Kimmel, and it was like. You've heard that story a million times. I heard a million times. Right. I would like to, obviously, they haven't heard everyone in the region story, but but when I hear that, I kind of cringe a little like, oh, we know where you came from. Right. Or, you know what For I mean? For him. For him. Yeah. Yeah, but like you're saying, when we heard Joe on According to Alan, I'm the same way. Like, I I, I know Joe is is very uh, prolific in taking pictures and going out and doing stuff and, and being, like, involved in the local beer scene and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, the microbrew beer scene or whatnot and uh, the coffee scene, and he's, he's very knowledgeable about these things that he likes. So that's an interesting person because you go, like, okay, at, uh, on, on one end, you, you drive for 
Pats, and I know that because he's posting videos and mm-hmm. all the you know all this stuff about his travels. Um, but there's a story there. Everybody has a story. Um, yeah. I know I sound like the Different Strokes theme song, but, but my point is um, that well, I, that's the interesting part is bringing finding the interesting in everybody, and so uh, and you have an hour to do so. So it's yeah. like you, it's make or break. Or I like the expertise part. Like I know about this. I just don't like the. But I pivot off. Of, I would pivot off of that. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't make it a whole no, thing. I, about I like, like that part. I don't like the uh, like. Tell us your story. No, yeah, right, right, right. You like your words. You come Often, from. you also you know as well as I do. If you were to throw it to a person now, if me and and, and somebody were in the garage and, and we're drinking a beer, and I'm like, hey, you know, tell like just like that, tell me your story. The person could do it. Put a microphone in some in front of somebody, and somebody who's a an actively listening uh, participant in the conversation, where I'm just staring at you and listening to you talk. Mm-hmm. The pressure is on. You're licking your it's lips. It's way too hard. Yeah, it's yeah. Way, it's, it's very difficult. So well, I think you should do it. Mean, um, like, like, hey, my friends, or something. Yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah, but I don't know, like no, but you get you you get where I'm going from. Yeah, I do get. So it. So, if anybody wants to throw your hat in the ring, uh, feel free to uh, reach out to me. And uh, Fallman, like I said, you're gonna have to get here because I, I'm not gonna Skype. I'm not gonna figure out how to do it. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah. And you, and, I mean, Ben, Ben, Chicago. Ben is gonna, you know, he has extra space at the house. I have extra space. You don't? No. Well, for Fallman, I do. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll what I'm make, saying. Yeah, I'll make room. Right. I'll make room for him. So, He's um, small. Blah, 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 blah. You want me to tell you how Spotify has ruined my life, or do you want me to tell you how I almost died at the cafe? Man, I feel like we should bring the wheel back, but be, before I get that set up, uh, you almost died at the cafe. Like, yeah. So there's a place in Highland that I go to oftentimes because on Saturday, kids eat for free. So What's that's, that? That's where, uh, Sophia's Top Notch? Les Cafe. It used to be Les Brothers. used to be Greek Island, something like that. It's on highway. Uh-huh. It's on highway in Kennedy, and I eat. Uh-huh. I eat there all the time because I got two kids, and I like to get out of the house, and I don't like. I don't like free food, so I always go there. Like they, they know me. You know what I mean? Because I go there all the time. So I always say, hey, "Dude, here's here's how sad my life is." Every week, not every week, we go there often. I look at the menu and I go, "Skirt steak and eggs, boy. It's fifteen dollars, but." But sure, it would be nice to have a, you know. Remember, though, it's skirt steak from Les wherever. Les Brothers. Yeah. It's like eating at the Commander, bro. You, you I mean, I wouldn't well, pay $15 for a skirt steak from there. Well, I don't have a lot of people no offering disrespect. me skirt steak. Okay. Like, so if I had a better place, then I would eat theirs also. Sure. But this is where I go, and that's what I want. I want this this big thing of meat, you know. No skirt steak left uneaten. But but sometimes skirt steak is, like, real thin, like 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 arancetta. Yeah. This. I see the picture and I go, man, skirt, steak, and eggs is going to be great. Every week then I go and I go, nah, you know, just give me a couple of eggs and some whatever. That's fine. I'll just get an omelet. Next week I go there and I say, I told my kids, I'm, dad's getting a steak today. And I look at them and I go, and I start going, well, your guys is free. And, uh, and I always back out. Well, last time we went. Your want to get out of the house outweighs your want to be cheap. Because you can, mm-hmm. why would you go somewhere? This is always my problem with breakfast food and, and I digress. But why would you pay someone to give you eggs they don't put anything on them. They're just eggs. Well, if I was ordering just eggs, then I would agree with you. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't have so. skirt steak in my house. I don't I'm, have. But usually, don't you, have say shorties, you, so usually you say you opt out of the skirt steak. So I'm saying if you yeah, go there, but you're I like, mean, I get like hey, an omelet. Of, I can't. If I can make a right, skillet, I would. You can. Like I, I know what you're saying. If you're going to go order bacon and eggs, that seems silly. Yeah, it sure that seems does. silly. It but sure it, does. I always get skillets, omelets, whatever. Finally, I said, "All right, this is it. This is it. It's going to happen." I was like, kids? And it, well, I don't even think it was Saturday. Oh, at this point, I think it, I was even Sunday, maybe. Yeah, Sunday. 
I'm paying. I'm going full hog because I had eight days off. I'm on vacation. Oh, Dad's going to treat himself to a $15 meal. We're living high on the hog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, don't even worry about it. I slapped my credit card down in advance just in case. The lady came and I said, today's the day. Bring that steak. Let's have it. She says, how do you want it? I said, medium, medium rare. I don't want it. You know, I'm not paying $15. This is high money. I'm not going to do it and get a hamburger, right? I said, medium, medium rare. Get the kids stuff. I almost, they never had a waffle. I almost got a waffle, but it was $5. I said, let's not get crazy. Finally, yeah, it's batter. That's exactly. $5 for batter? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. That's like the egg theory. You're not getting me. So finally it comes. I cut into one of them. It's two pieces. The Greeks give you double everything. I didn't know that. Two big pieces of steak. I said, I'm very happy too, right? So I cut into Opa. it. Yeah, I cut into it. It's brown. Brown, frown, all the way through, right? Now the old me, it's funny because your brother on Facebook was saying I'm turning into you. The old me would have been like, it's fine. As long as you didn't, you know, as long as you didn't drop it in front of my, in my presence, I'll eat it, whatever. But the new me, the new and less improved me, I was like, $15? This is a problem. I waited, I waited forever to order the steak. I finally got it. (laughs) And so she comes by and she says, how is everything? I go, actually, um, actually it's not that good. You know, it's it's not, not the way I wanted. Kind of feels like colossal nachos, but go ahead. Well, maybe. But so I said, "Listen, fi- finally, I, I paid for the steak." And I go, "It's." I, I said, "Did you did you tell him like medium, medium rare?" She goes, "Yeah, I told him." And she looks at it and she goes, "Oh, you're right. That's not." She's like, "Do you want me? Do you want me to get the manager?" But so I bought. I tell him the guy. You just so take said, it back without telling the manager. Like so I do said, it on the low. Right. So I balked and I said, "You know what? No, no it's fine. It's fine." So I'm, I cut it up and I put a one all over it and I'm like, eh, "Whatever. You can do it. Meet it." The other piece. Nice, nice and pink, eating it no problem. So she's about to get the manager, and I said, you know, just I go, well, maybe I've been reading this negotiation book. I said, maybe I'll we'll do some wheeling deal, and I'll say, you know what, I don't only want half of this. Maybe you, maybe we work out a price on this bill. As I'm cutting it up, dude, <laughs> I gotta start chewing my food. I must have taken a big piece of steak or not chewed it or something. Get stuck in my throat, dude. My kids are both looking at me. I'm kind of like, you know, at first you're not sure if you're choking. You're I'm pushing like, on it with your thumb. I'm just sort of like, hmm. and I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm like, if I just pause, um, maybe my esophageal muscles will just contract and uh, relax, and it'll work its way. It's not working its way down, but I can still get some air through my nose. But I cannot breathe through my mouth, dude, at all. And I'm in a crowded cafe on Sunday morning. I'm, so I'm sitting there in the restaurant going, and the kids are looking, Dad, are you okay? And I'm, I can't speak, so I'm holding up the... the, the, uh, the Stop uh, in the name of love. The, I'm holding up the Whitney Houston. I'm just going to... I'm doing the Beyonce. I'm turning my hand over. I'm going... I'm breathing through my nose. And uh, I'm like... And then I start like... I, okay, if panic goes to 10, I'm at like a 4. I'm like, this is... It's not good, but you're not. This is not. This is not how you go. You don't go at less cafe on Sunday morning. I'm like, I got this. It's no big deal. It's no big yeah, you deal. You got to think about me and how I'm going to explain this on the podcast. So in the future, yeah, keep that in mind. I don't want to like if, if if you find out, you're going to have to tell everybody. This is, I don't want. I don't want your version of how I go out in a cafe to be the only version that people hear. Sure. I'm at a four. I slowly cured it to a five. So I grab my my son's. Glass. I will tell your story. I grab <laughs> grab my son's glass of water. I start chugging this water. I'm like, I'm going to cram this sucker down. I'm just going to put so much water. Uh, it's going to be like uh, like, like pouring Drano down mm-hmm. the pipe. You know what I mean? I put it. I take a big and a little bit trickles down the throat. Still breathing through my nose. A little bit of water is going. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. It's going to be fine. 
still not going anywhere. I'm going like 30 seconds now. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm not, I can not, I, I can breathe, but not through my mouth. It's freaking me out. So I take another big chunk, of, a big swig of water. It doesn't work. It doesn't, nothing's going down at this point. My body just goes, nah, this ain't going to happen. I start spitting up water, dude, all over my table. I'm basically vomiting onto my plate of this skirt and steak, or is a skirt steak. I've been, what, two years? I've been waiting for, like, I've been saying every weekend, I'm going to get this steak. I have now just puked on a steak that I told the waitress was subpar. Now it's less enticing because it's got my uh, puke water all over. It's coming out my nose, out my on my mouth. I'm imagining the waitress has, just before this happens is pointing to you as the guy who has the complaint about the steak. Yes, and you're and you're he just sees the back of your head. And you're in full gag. Hundred percent, hundred percent. She's. I look and she's talking to the manager. Now I'm at dude. Now I'm at a seven. Like or jeez, you really got to pour it on. You're like a, you're like a European soccer player. I'm <laughs> I'm just grabbing my knee, going why? I look like Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan. <laughs> Uh, dude, now I'm like at a seven, seven and a half because I've just tried to get something down. I think I can breathe, but I've just tried to get something. And nothing's going down my throat. Nothing. And then I start looking at my kids. I'm like, are my kids going to see me die in this cafe? Now they're never going to get to try a waffle because mm. that's just going to be out for life. I start going like, and I don't, I've already kind of, pu- I've already puked on my plate and you I don't start water. taking your I finger and water. trying to reach in your throat and extract. I, I don't make scenes, bro. I don't do it. So if I die, it's going to be in the bathroom where nobody sees me. And my kids are going to have to find out about later and they're never going to – it's better. Right. It's better for everybody. So I'm at like an eight now. I'm like, holy shit, I can't get anything down. So I can get a tiny bit on my – like I can't talk, but I can get a little bit like this. So I look at Lucy, my daughter, and I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, move, move. She sees like the panic in my eyes, runs and grabs me a napkin because she sees me puking. And I'm like, no, move, move. So I get her to move. I get up. As I get up, there's a whole, like a t- an eight-top table getting up, all putting like their jackets or grabbing their purses all in my way. I just threw up on my plate. I'm trying to run to the bathroom so I don't have to die in front of my kids. And these people are like putting their stuff on. I literally grabbed like what had to be like an 11-year-old girl. And I, I did this, the swim move that a D-lineman does on the outside when he's coming in to sack the cornerback. I just court her back. I just swim move a girl, push an older lady to the side. <laughs> Run toward the bathroom. The manager gets in front of me and stops and goes, hey, I'm sorry about the boot. And I go, and I swim move her, run to the bathroom, uh, run to the toilet. I'm able to get everything out. Nothing can go down, but I man, like I, you, you I Heimlich myself. No, no, no. I Heimlich myself, essentially. I just sort of like, I sort of just like gut punched and grabbed my throat. <laughs> I just sort of treated myself like, like you ever see those movies like where a snake eats something, like those cartoons, a snake eats something and like the bear walks up and goes, oh, no, you don't. And just right. sort of. Like, uh, uh, like rings him out mm-hmm. from the tail to the head, just like, almost like, um, like I'm emptying a hose and yes. that was my body. I do that. Everything in, in God's name comes out. Uh, I go back to the table and I say, sorry, sorry and I still can't talk. Am now I- your children, is your wife with you? No. There, there's so a your children are just like, wh- what, have you ever left your children alone anywhere? They're, it's at least as bad as those Thai kids in the cave. <laughs> Same thing. Exact. A slight difference, but. But basically, well, you know, I mean, they they didn't get to see their father in this weak moment. I mean, was, those kids might have never saw their father again, but they probably no, would have chose rather that than this. this there's is, no there's no seals coming to save my kids in the booth right now. Nothing. Go ahead. So I come back to the table, and my they got they got a thousand questions. Dad, what was it? What happened? I still can't talk. 
I got stuff out of my throat, but I still don't have much air coming in. I'm still doing the nose breathing thing. I don't know how it happened. So, and I'm like, and I'm just holding up the, the hand. So I start doing the water again. I'm like, basically I got most of it. So I start doing the water again. Nothing, nothing. The water's staying again, like just stuck like a clogged pipe. I push my kids aside again. I run to the bathroom again. Do this whole debacle twice. I come back. Now, I was, com- and finally, so I, I, I can breathe now at this point, but this is, probably the whole thing took about four to five minutes, but it felt like an hour. I have to explain to my kids, yeah, uh, I don't know, dad didn't cut his meat right, dad doesn't know how to eat, um, I may not be able to live by myself anymore if I can't feed myself. I start giving him the whole rigmarole, then I'm looking at my plate, and I'm like, whoa, I just like, there's like, there's like spit water all right. over my, it's gross, I'm grabbing napkins from adjoining tables and booths. Now Damping my, your eggs with old napkins. Oh, dude, my my whole plate was just a pile of grossness and napkins. Now I gotta. Now I start parlaying this financially. I go, well, you're gonna tell them the meat wasn't to your liking, but you just yacked all over it. So who's, you know what I mean? Like who? Well, then you just fake your food poisoning. Right. Well, but here's the thing. I'm supposed to go. Hey, I, I mean a dishonorable person. I told them it was too cooked. They're going to come and go, it may have been too cooked, but the problem here, is obviously, is there's, there's, yeah, like, what'd you do? This this isn't a too cooked problem. This is a you can't eat problem. Sure. We call that a hazard. Is that right? That's a pig. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what was going on. That's what was going on. So the lady comes to the table. I have to go, eh, funny thing. Funniest thing happened just now. You're never going to believe this story. This is crazy. I My steak was overdone. Then I threw up all over it. Like, I had to, like, like tell them. I had to go, like, listen, prior to me making that huge weird scene when I swim moved and knocked over that old lady um, and you, I also wasn't happy with the quality of the food before. <laughs> like, I had to be like, hey, listen, this – I made a debacle of your restaurant. But before that happened, I wish you would have taken the steak off a good 45 seconds earlier. That would have helped me out a lot. Sure. Um, so then – I had to just sort of go like, I don't know if it was too cooked or what, but I got a piece stuck in my, you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. had to, like, I now had to, I couldn't say it was, another, I couldn't say it was I all my satisfied fault. with my experience right. here. Well, I couldn't say it was all my fault because I didn't want to, the last thing I want to do is pay $15 for steak I'm not eating. Right. Right. I don't know if I'm going to be able to articulate this in writing on Yelp, clearly showing it was partially my fault. So let's just go ahead and clear this up financially right now. Yeah. That's that's the road you should have taken. I just said, hey, listen, something happened with the steak. I go, but she's like, can I bring you a new one? <laughs> so I hear, I say, I go this way. I go, I can't eat anything right now. I just, I can't. I can't. After that, after what happened to me, after I was, after I was subjected to what you guys did to me, like you guys clearly told mm-hmm. me don't chew my food before I ate like a fat pig. Um, this is part of this is on you and a big part of this is on me. Now, if they would have pushed like, Hey buddy, we're going to tell everybody you're the guy that pukes in mm. restaurants. I would have been like, you know what? I, I got the steak this time. <laughs> right. Like this is on me. I would have switched gears. So I ended up going like, I ended up just doing a vague, Hey, a bunch of weird stuff sort of happened. And wouldn't you like this to be over right. with? Like, they're like, we want you gone. Uh, you probably want to go. So, you know, so I ended up, I ended up having like $5 worth of pancakes for my kids, and that was it, and I left. Now, I don't know if I can go back to that cafe. So you, you paid $5, what you're saying? Well, I bought like pancakes for the kids. Like they, I paid for theirs. 
Okay, but you, so your kids, all right. They took gotcha. the steak off, gotcha. but I paid for my kids' food. Gotcha, which is fair. You think I should have parlayed it like, hey, listen, my kids almost choked. I just. No, I think you did. I think I think you were. You did the right thing. <laughs> no, I would also terrible. never show my face there again. Well, this is the other problem. This is where I go. This is the problem with breakfast steaks. It's I just, love steak. I don't guys. think it's your throat's so ready good. that early in the morning. And again, a steak from apparently mine El Terribles or wherever this was. Not a good choice. Not a good choice. It wasn't great steak. I'll tell you what. But dude, so I can't go back there. I got. I'm going back. I mean, I think that you. Why not? I'm going to go back, why and not? I'm just going to. There's be... so much turnover, and wait staff. You know that. You know what I'll do? I'll do like a fake mustache, a monocle. Monocles one. Yes. Yeah, a monocle's the way to go. Mono. Mono. Coal. Coal. I, right. I. I. Uh. Oh, like Mr. Peanut. Mm. No. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do like what what smart people do with news cycles, or like people in the steroid era did. Like instead of making a big deal out of it and pausing and bringing it up. Don't say nothing. Embrace it. Lay That's no, what no, they did. no. Lay low for five minutes. So wait till the next guy comes in with his kids. Chokes, throws up, knocks over an old lady, does a swim move, runs past the manager, throws up twice in the bathroom. Then the stink will be off of. I me. mean, clearly seems like the obvious way to go. But with but one, it's a smart move, dude. Talking about embarrassing and humiliating your kids and being a good dad or this a bad is, dad. Well, this is where you go. Hey, I'm glad you didn't die in the restaurant. I go thanks. Well, I mean, I don't think I could have told your story any better, even if I wanted to. So as far as, uh, I just don't know how your kids are going to relate it. Can so you if you're the only adult sound... there with your children and this happens and they have to explain why you're dead in the bathroom and the police are interviewing them and they're like, so so what exactly took place here? Like what happened minutes before? What was yeah. happening when he was last alive? Who did this to him? And how your children would articulate such would be very interesting. Oh, my kids are just going to be like... Uh, can we have orange juice? Dad never buys his orange juice. He's cheap. <laughs> That's all they're going to say. If you tell my story when this happens, please just make me sound physically appealing. Other than like the throwing up part. Be like, dude, as he was puking, his lats were like, his trap muscles looked amazing. You know, when you, you know, when you puke, you tense yeah, up. Sure. Dude looked swollish as, as it gets. It's funny that you bring that up because I, <laughs> right before I went into the, um, uh, the float 60 chamber, um, yeah. I texted, uh, my my coworker and I said, if this is, I, I wish I could have, I have the text. I could read it verbatim, but it said, if I don't contact you in an hour and a half, find all three of my phones and destroy them. Yes, that's right. I have a third phone. And an hour and a half, ninety minutes later, I got a hold of him. I was like, hey, dude, it's cool. Don't worry about it. I would say I was kidding about that third. And phone. he and he. Which I did. That was my. I said I was kidding about that third phone, and he said I never got your text. And I realized that I didn't text him. I texted an old number that he no longer has. So somebody somewhere got this weird text. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't have a third phone. Let's scratch that. But I'm just saying, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from. You need to have a plan in place, um, a cleaner, whatever it is, to uh, take care of business so your story can be told. And maybe a, in, a break in case of an emergency where you give it to me, put this in the safe, and if my death comes untimely, crack in case of emergency. Yeah. You know Tell me, like, where your smut drawer is or whatever. I mean, yeah, I don't it doesn't and exist third anymore. Phone. Just take all electronic devices and incinerate them immediately. Yeah. Unless right. it's not all electronic. Then, I, then I mean, break it, whatever I mean, that is. I mean, it's 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 2018. Get a dolly and a forklift. Go <laughs> so. into my basement. Yeah. No. I now I see. Now I'm thinking of like who I'd like to have as as if if 
Uh, is your in case of death cleaner? Well, I'm no, I'm just thinking about what you said earlier about like, oh, if Ben can't make it. Now I'm thinking of some really like. You weird, want to think about who's going to take your chair? Like you let me know. Here are the here are three people I suggest would take my podcast seat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, well, it'd be really uncomfortable for Dave, and I go, but wouldn't that be good? Right. I don't think it would. Like, you know, for the list. I don't think it would. Uh, so in in the vein of, of talking about being a father, I saw on – you didn't say a word about it. And I've told you, okay, I have uh, several large tattoos. And I've told you in the past, um, like, because I have one on my right arm that's like – 85% done. There's still coloring and that needs to happen on the back of my arm. Um, and it's been like that for the last 10 years. And I stopped goes. getting tattoos because I was like, yeah, I'm just too old to get tattoos and I don't have the money. There's a lot of other expenses. And as my kids started True. going to school and I had to start showing up for, um, uh, you know, parent nights or, uh, you know, going to taking my kids to religious school or whatnot, I became very, self-aware of the tattoos and I, I just, I felt, I guess, kind of guilty about having them and being like, my dad didn't have tattoos and, and, and I didn't have to explain that this was my dad. So if that makes sense, I mean, none of my tattoos are body or uh, anything like that. No, However, no Jessica rabbit. Tattoos. Right. So I, uh, I just stopped getting tattoos. Then mm. today, oddly enough, um, I saw that you have, you got, an yeah. old tattoo refaced. Yeah. So somebody well, took added, an old tattoo added, and they, added, yeah. they spruced it up by putting other things around it to take away from your old tattoo. I got an oh, I got a tattoo years and years ago, and it was I thought it was kind of big at the time, but the idea was like get that and then add to it later, and I just got that and didn't add to it later. Sure. Mm -hmm. So you have like your astrological sign. I'm assuming that's what that is. Mm, the old one. Yeah, or it's a Chevy Impala. I don't know. Well, I really didn't get a good look at it. It's a Dodge Dart. <laughs> what? What? It, your old tattoo is your astrological sign. Correct? Yeah, you want to see it? It's. I mean, I well, saw if, it online. Well, if, I don't well, know okay. if you want to point yeah, it safe. Well, no, I saw it, but just if you're going to talk about it, if you want to know what you're talking about, yeah, I mean, you we all say saw whatever. It. Yeah, the old one was uh, astrological signs that was uh, mine and and my wife's kind of commingled and it had right. like a little red thing in the background or whatever. Well, I went in like and a I, dog. Yeah, like two dogs stuck together. Gotcha. And you got to put a fire on I meant the little red thing. But anyway. Well, I just meant like you got to put the hose on. Gotcha. It's going to take a while. Um, <laughs> so I had that with a little bit of background. And I've been talking about getting it, talking about getting it. And I just – um, Aaron at Crybaby Tattoos in St. John, um, he used to be my neighbor. And so I'd always – he would always say, let me fix that thing, man. Let me add, let me, let me make it better. Let me make, and I'll go, yeah, I just I just don't – I don't care about tattoos. Like – he does great work. I just like, I'm not in the market. Mm. I just didn't, you know, when you have two kids under five, nothing, yes, nothing's just, about, yeah. You said that. Yeah. But yeah. I just mean, I'm reiterating, gotcha. no, nothing's about you. Nothing. Right. At least it wasn't about me. Right. So I was like, I don't do things that aren't beneficial to everybody else in the house. Sure. Uh, well, I had a few days off of work and he said, I went and talked to him and he said, Hey, come in Monday. And I gave him, I said, basically I have what I, what I, what I have. And I want to add something that just incorporates my kids signs and we'll just make it a little bit bigger and kind of add them to it and just fill it in so he was like we get it you're a great husband and father i mean can you put it in our faces yeah, anymore yeah i just want to put it on um, i just want to wear it that way because you go hey what do you do and i go oh you know i'm awesome at being a dad and stuff no so i went and talked to him and i was like i want to get these symbols and then i started thinking well i got these symbols like 
10, 15 years ago or something, you know, a long time ago, like very nineties, you know what I mean? Like, or like, you know what I mean? It's like, you're going to get more tribal. So my wife is like, dude, those things are dated. You're going to get more stuff that's dated. And I said, I don't know. And so I texted him and he's like, I'd be like, who's, who's asking you? Okay. Well, she, 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 it's kind of like if you ask me like what clothes I want to wear, I'm like, I don't know. I wouldn't say that to my wife. I just, but I just mean like, I will, right. I just mean like if it was clothes, like I'd go, I don't know what to wear, dude. I would go back to the last time I gave a shit about clothes and I would buy what I used to. You were wearing a Baja then. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd have to go out and get more, uh, um, what I used to wear at Carhartts, like Chino from Deftones. I get more Chucks and Carhartts in a baggy hoodie and I would pretend like I'm from SoCal. Um, so I thought it might have been that way with tattoos. And Aaron was like, nah, dude, I'm not going to let you get a lame tattoo. So he showed me the idea he had. It was 10 times more complex and better and more creative and artistic than what I had because he's an artist, you know? And I was like, oh, that's – he's like, yeah, dude. He goes, I, I don't want to say nothing then, but just adding two more symbols would be weak. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be lame. Don't do that. I, yeah, I don't want to put my name on it, unfortunately. Yeah, so he came up with a, a much better idea. So yeah, Did he got, do your first tattoo? No, he's never done any of mine. Okay. So I didn't know if he was saying like, yeah. 10 years later. Um, so oddly enough, my wife has been badgering me uh, to because she cannot stand that uh, on my right arm. I have like almost a complete full sleeve, except the inside of my arm isn't done, but the outside is. And she doesn't like that it's not the same on both arms. It drives her insane that it's not equal. Well, it's your choice if you want to be full sleeved on yeah, both. No, it is my choice, but not really. So uh, <laughs> she has now enlisted once again my daughter to badger me because I have a tattoo with my wife's name and I have a tattoo with my son's name. Lovely. And so now she has been been badgering me to get a tattoo with my daughter's name. It's only so fair. it's crazy that you it's just got fair. a tattoo because yeah. it's been ten years probably since I had a tattoo. You know, and we never talk about it. And I never, it's not like oh I got these ideas, dude. I do these life altering like decisions. Don't think much about them. And I was just like. Allie's like, aren't you nervous? And do you have anxiety? I go, no, I just, I don't know. I'm just gonna she go. has a tattoo, right? No. Oh, okay. So that's why she was. No, but even though she's like, you're going to get like a, a bigger tattoo. She's like, are you anxious? And I was like, actually not at all. Like. But yours can be covered up. So, I mean, it's not really the, the stakes, the one that you have. I mean, you have oh, a sleeve. Dude. It's covering it up. What are, what are you talking about? Your tattoo. Cover up the new one? Yeah. Right now it's covered up. If I covered my entire arm in black, what do you mean? You mean cover up with clothing? Yes. Oh. That's what I'm uh, talking about. So like the stakes aren't yeah, so high for you where she's like, no. are you nervous? How are people going to look at you? It's like, well, it's- But it is just like, I don't know. I mean, people that have a lot of tattoos are probably like, yeah, dude, it's not a big deal. But to put something on you that you can't no, it is. it's going to stay yeah. forever. Well, I had a Spider-Man it- tattoo, like a huge Spider-Man tattoo that <laughs> I thought was really cool. And then it, I, I realized, I was like, oh, it, it looked like his head's kind of smushed, but it must be the way my arm is, is tilted. And then I realized it wasn't. It was just a horrible tattoo. Yeah. So I got taken. I got that taken away. Thank God. Well, it's just weird, like, how uh, surprisingly little thought or concern I gave to it. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm just going to go get that tattoo. What is it? I don't know. Aaron's going to draw something awesome. What's it going to be? I don't know. Whatever he draws, I'll do. And that's how it worked out. I was like, and it's a valuable lesson of when somebody's good at something and they're better at it than you, and they just trust them. Right. Like, trust the, the, the pros. Same thing like we're doing the real estate. It's like, what should we list our house at? Um, uh, what's the market? What should we ask for in this offer? Get a good real estate agent. Let them Who tell you. Who knows what the comps are in Let the neighborhood. Let them tell you. Yeah, because you, you don't know. 
Well, and that's like with tattoos, especially like you'll see people I've, I've heard through, you know, being at the tattoo parlor, getting tattoos and, and just going to tattoo parlors. I've you or even on TV, you hear people like, well, I want kind of this. And I was thinking of this. And they bring in like 70 different images. And it's like, uh, I mean, the space you have me working in. And again, this is. Can you imagine being we're a talking tattoo artist about, with that? Yeah. Neither of us are tattoo artists, but I definitely can see the frustration just ever having being told. By I was a house painter and having somebody tell me something as as simple as I was thinking about this, but I was thinking maybe you could do this and this and this. And it's like, right. you're out of your mind. So it has to just be more frustrating when you bring in like when they're like, well, can you give me, you know, a piece of reference? Like, just give me something, a reference material. And they come in with like 12 different pictures printed out from their commuter. Like, I want this, but I don't want it specifically like this. I want it, I want it more like that. So, yeah, that's got to be uh, frustrated. So, or excuse me, that has to be frustrating. So, with that being said, um, I am also going to be. Uh, you going to be doing more, it? I'm adding some more. Now, are you going to be designing stuff like you're the artist, or are you just going to. No, be, here's not, the idea. No, I went in there. I told. Uh, I told Where'd you go? Chencho. Oh, Chencho. Same again? guy does all Where's tattoos. Where's he at now? 45th Street. He owns 45th Street Tattoo. Oh, he's still Griffith. in Griffith Highland yeah. right there? Yes. So, I told him uh, what I was thinking of. He sketched it on a piece of paper in front of me. And was like, is this what you're thinking about? And I said, yes. And then I was like, all right. And he's like, this is the day I have available. I was like, all right, I see that. You're, you're going to sleeve out? You're going to be you, like. Well, I mean, I, I got. Unfortunately, I know how my wife is. And as soon as I get that done, she'll be like, well, well, you should just get the rest of that one finished. And then do. I actually have. I already have this one. Des- like, we, we already came up with a whole design that was supposed to be here in my inner forearm on my right arm. Um, and I, like I said, I ran out of time, money, and, and interest. So, I mean, we well, already know what's going to be. that arm, and what about your right arm? Maybe? That's what I'm saying. So, this one, we already know what's supposed to be here. It's just not there right now. Hmm. So, I mean, if anything, would go back to finishing this one completely out. But it's like at what level? Like, I'm telling you, hey, you shouldn't wear, like, a Nirvana shirt and Chuck Taylors at, at 37. <laughs> but yet I'm getting fresh, full-sleeve tattoos still Weird, in, my, right? in my early 40s. And you know what? I want to say this, too, to to, uh, <laughs> to the person who suggested that uh, yes, last week when you were talking about um, saying goodbye forever to uh, things you didn't like in the summertime, suggested that uh, myself riding a skateboard at oh, 40 yeah. years old was a little uh, was a little passe or a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. again, he, he'll defend this until um, he dies, but... You collect Funko Pop action figures. Uh, yeah. No disrespect, but you shot first. He doesn't okay? just you drew collect first them, bl- though. He you wheels, drew first he blood. Them. And at the same time, if, you know your defense is you're going to show me that they're, they're valuable. They're valuable to you and other nerds. Okay, so. Uh, but if the nerds pay money, whatever. I'm not looking for money, man. I'm out there looking for for exercise, getting my mind and my body right, and doing okay. some fat one footers. And kick flips and heel flips and front side one. Hell yeah! What's a one footer? It's an ollie. And then you take your front foot off the like your front foot off the board and you kick oh, out that's at the same cool. time. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. that's what I'm doing. Okay, so you can play video games and sit in your house and collect action figures all you want, and mm. I still respect you, like you, appreciate you. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, my shit's way cooler. Than it's yours. I mean, listen to me. It's a, there's a lot of glass houses. Well, Although whatever. everyone I hear, whatever everyone's, you know what I mean, dude. I'll evil can evil all over all those little houses. Funko Pop dolls you got. <laughs> you'll, you'll do an ollie over a pop. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, listen, that's he gave he gave me a Wally one for my kids, so pops can do no wrong. In yeah, my mind okay, at all. So uh, yeah, I, dude, I don't know, man. Like 
I bet you a couple episodes we're like, oh, the tattoos are done. I'm just, yeah, I think you even said like, I'm done. Like, oh, I'm, yeah, out. For sure. I'm never going to get for another sure. one. But this is okay. This is how I'm going to close this out. In summation, um, I have started to have this mindset of uh, I'm starting to become me again. Like for this longest time, being part of of my career and 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 uh, you know doing being more job oriented or, or professional in my career, I sort of put my my personal interests on the back burner. And even doing the podcast was sort of like, well, it's sort of one of those like a dirty little secret. Okay, you're doing this podcast, you keep your professional life and your podcast you life kid, separately. You were kids in work. Yeah. Yeah, you were doing man, man, man shit. Yeah, so so like it just it just wasn't something I shared with the people I work with, and it necessarily wasn't uh, the other way around as well. I don't really share with the podcast. I think I'm I'm like slightly there as well. I mean, not not my kids aren't like self you know sufficient, but I I mean that's probably what the tattoo is like. Hey, I can spend a few bucks on me. I can I can float. I can get a tattoo. Dude, I'm gonna start doing jujitsu any day now. I swear, (laughs) I keep saying it. Well, so ultimately I'm coming in, I'm coming back into my own to where I'm just like, Hey, I'm going to be me. I have, I collect stickers. Uh, I, I, I drink artisanal small batch coffees and I'm proud of it. That's you. Yeah. It's drinking coffees is you. Yeah. That's me. I skateboard. Are you still still searching for who you are? God damn it. I play Dungeons and Dragons again. No, not yet, but I mean, I'm, I'm open to it. I'm open to it. You know, doing, I, I talked about it in a while line ago. drawings. Yeah, I draw. I do art. I play guitar. I have all these guitars, and I'm ready. I'm ready to start a band again. That's it. That's that's for real. Maybe a hardcore band. So something real agent. When people when people say like midlife crisis, I always view it as a bad thing. No, it's not. But you're describing it, and I'm. I don't know if that's what it is, but like I was joking to myself. I go, "What is this? Tattoos? You want to do jujitsu? If this ain't a midlife crisis, I don't know what is." And then I go, "But, but it's viewed as a negative." It's, it's, it's sounding pretty dope to me. Well, here's why. I've decided that in order to set a really good example for your kids, one of the things is you you, you can't go around being a stuffed shirt. You have to inspire your kids to be uh, able to be themselves. Hundred percent. And if they so, don't they don't see you doing it, with right. Something you love. Like if somebody goes like I'm like skateboarding down the driveway, and I have a bunch of neighbors that are like you know around my age, they're like, dude, why is that guy in a skateboard? Uh, because I want to be. Yeah, why? They're, they're, what they're saying is like, why haven't you given up on life? Right, and you know what? I'm taking I'm taking it back. All right. So if I'm in my garage drawing on the chalkboard for nine hours while people are doing housework and trimming their bushes and and, and mowing yeah. their lawn and and doing like legitimate adult stuff, I mean that's on you because I'll put a picture that I drew on the chalkboard and jokingly or not, people will say like, ah, I wish I had the time to do stuff like that. You do. Make it. Make that time. Yeah. I don't know. Stop I, being responsible and do kickflips. I put a lot of this, and I swear to God, on floating because I look at <laughs> it. Ah, <laughs> look what I, I've done to you. Well, I look at it, and I go, it was so against type. Not that I not that I never meditated because I have, but mm-hmm. for but people. to quote you, you're very good at it. Well, I am. You went like Trump on it. But, like meditation is I'm the a, thing you're. I'm the best at meditating. Meditating. People are saying. <laughs> No one has ever meditated of... in the fashion I have meditated. <laughs> the best meditation. No, a lot of meditation. I am is Mediterranean. A, a lot. Of... <laughs> I am the best Mediterranean there is. Uh, a lot of a lot of meditation to the limited a bit that I know uh, is about like like getting rid of the ego and the self. And we started talking about meditating. You immediately said how good you were at it. Well, and I'm I not, noticed it, I'm and not, it made me laugh on the inside. I'm not looking to achieve Nirvana, Ben. 
I'm not looking to uh, to ascend to a higher plane. I'm looking to. <laughs> I know, but you just went I'm, type A on meditating. All I'm saying is, is I have like you were saying before you when you went there, you told the lady. She's like, "Well, do you know what to expect?" And you're like, "Yes, I meditate. I I know what to do. I I've done it before." A lot of people are saying, "I'm a great uh, meditator." All, I, all I'm telling you is. Um, I was confident in my meditating skills. I was confident that no, I was I know. A, a master I know meditator. What you meant. But I, I got just you. heard it through the lens of a, gotcha. a Dave lens of like, listen, I got this meditation. Yeah. Ben, you thought you meditated well. I meditated better. <laughs> this is what I heard. Yeah, for sure. So, but, is, but I mean, but dude, you did. If you if you know what I mean, so, Sam Harris knows what he's doing. So many people came to me when I was like selling floating after i did it they're like oh i can't believe you actually did that what a waste of time and waste of money it's stupid and whatnot dude i got one in the bank i can't wait i started to defend it and i was just like listen i can't defend it if you think if you think that floating is stupid don't do it because your your experience is going to suck i'm just telling you that that's a fact yeah yeah so just like and i always say i i like it it's a smoking if you, if someone could, your your kids, your wife, anybody could try to humiliate or uh, bully you into stop into not smoking until you don't want to do drugs anymore, drink whatever it is, you ain't gonna stop. Yeah. You have to want it for yourself. So if you go into there into that experience, you're like you're a naysayer and you have your arms crossed and you're sitting in the float tank, you know, like I said, with your arms crossed and they are like, nah, I don't think so. Then then what are you even doing it for? It's absolutely against. So, the so, hey, if you don't like fried wings and big boobies, don't go to Hooters. Sure. If you don't want to try to release anything about yourself, don't go float. So ultimately, while defending floating, not necessarily the float, but telling people why I did it and, and, and having these people look at me and go, I, I just think it's bullshit. Like I, I don't believe in it. I just that's when I told myself, I don't care anymore. I really don't care to convince you. If you want to do it, I'm all about giving you my promo code, telling you about the experience, telling you what you can expect, and encouraging you to do it. If you don't want to do it, I'm not going to sell you, and I really don't care. Like, that's on you. Like, so whatever. So you're saying, like, like part of your experience of floating was was releasing you of, would- of a certain um, – um, I almost like ego. ego. Yeah. 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 But if you've even more simply put, you ever seen that movie with Kevin Bacon where the chick comes over Same and, footloose. and, uh, she, she opens the, like, uh, the channel in his mind that allows him to see dead people. It came out around the time of Sixth Sense. And I always some, forget the some, name. Someone of it. like buried in his house or something. Yeah, and he, he has a terrible Chicago accent. It's like the worst thing ever. Yeah, and yeah. they play Paint It Black. Yes, a bunch yes, of yes, times. yes. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Like this, this experience in the in the not the float, but just the everybody looking at me and go like, dude, that's hippy dippy. I I can't believe you'd even consider that, or like. Like it just seems so stupid, or people telling me like I'm not going to do that. I think it's a bunch of horseshit. And 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 my, again, I could have sat there and said, hey, I really want to convince you that this is this is something you should do. I don't care. I don't want you to do it. This is the most. This is that that punk rock ethos. It's like, I don't want you to skateboard. I don't want you to listen to the the music I listen to because it's mine. It's for me. And like, you so know what that is? Like that's to, a, that's a key to inner peace. Well, you're, you're, I have achieved nirvana. You, a, a a loss of interest in judging others and yourself. Well, I haven't lost that. It's like a crazy. Well, thing. look, you want to treat you. Hey, that's stupid. My that, neighbor still can't mow his lawn in a straight line. But you want to be like that's stupid that you don't want to float. You no longer. This ain't. I'm not worried about judging yeah, their no, opinion. Yeah, I don't care. I, yeah, I don't care. I so stop. maybe everyone's right. Like, I look, I'm going to start getting more aggressive. I'll get tatted out. 
I'll I'll want to fight. Yeah, thick ass neck. I want to fight everything all the time. I'll have insanely awesome calves. But you're substantially, and that's substantially. But you're younger than me, and maybe you're just catching up. You're yeah. gonna, you're, you're 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 not there yet, man. Oh. You're not there yet. <laughs> I am more evolved than you. If you I can just it's it. like it's like Emperor Palpatine. Like you're gonna try, change me over, but all of a sudden the Emperor turns back into Luke later, and he's like, you know what? I don't know why I was so angry earlier. I'm good. I'm good now. Kind of exactly like that. Emperor's like the Emperor's like. I can't believe I built two Death Stars. That was silly. I also wonder if I was, I... I was being a jerk. You guys, I'll say it. I'll admit it. Uh, I had a lot of anger during my uh, Sith years. I've been doing that a, better. I've been doing that a lot lately as well, where I'm just like, listen, I was wrong. <laughs> a lot dude. more than I've ever done it. Because ultimately, like I said, I, I think the, the chalkboard and, and all these other like interests, you know, teasing aside, you're always like, oh yeah, you know, you, you want to play D and D and, uh, somebody had recently asked me, like, Dude, maybe do you do any, do you know. do anything like nerdy or embarrassing? Cause you know, I just don't know that part of you. And I was like, well, I play D and D like, I personally don't think it's very nerdy, uh, you know, but I guess sitting in the basement, uh, hanging out with your buddies, I don't roll. We don't like, you know, LARP like you were doing, but my point mm-hmm. is. I don't care. I enjoy it. Did you it. the so voices? Like, whatever. Like, Here comes the goblin. You, you, you should. Uh, I, well, the dungeon <laughs> yes. master would do that. But, oh, whatever it is, I ought to do the voices. But you should hear me read Fantastic you, Mr. Fox. I got voices th- down. This just lends to what I was saying before. Like you, you would want your kids to not ever be embarrassed about something that they they wanted to do or or something they wanted to they had passion for or be like I don't I don't want to take a shot at that because I don't want to look. You know embarrassed what? That's, or that's a great point, and not only that, but like, you know what? As like a father, you want your kids to think like you you got a handle on things, like you're the authority figure. Like I got this shit right. Um, maybe it's not a huge deal if your kids like okay, say you try something and it sucks, right? Like, it's, it, what about your kids seeing you fail? Big deal, because then they see you get up and you go, yeah, you know, sometimes you're not good at stuff, but you try anyways. Isn't that a humongous? Like life lesson, like you're look, yeah. you're gonna suck at some stuff, dude. It's and it I had a root beer. Ex- try. I had a root beer espresso the other day. It wasn't it wasn't my favorite? Okay, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, I was thinking like an orange. Okay, but yeah, root beer. But no, seriously, I mean, like if I try something and my kids see me like Dad gets gung ho about something, it ain't for him. But then he bounced to another thing. Like it's not bad, right? That's good. No, you should. It's be... better than the guy who just mows his lawn every Sunday morning, and that's what he does because it's safe and boring. You should be a Renaissance man. So, yeah. so when people go like, "Oh, well, now you're now you're you're drawing with chalk on a on a wall in your garage," I was like, "Yeah, that's artistically that's what I felt I needed to do that day." Well, Some it... days I pick up my guitar and I play those songs I used to play. I've been playing for the same twenty, you know, for the same yeah. for twenty five yeah. years. And other days uh, I write a Yelp review that's ridiculous, and like people are like, "Why would you bother doing that?" I couldn't tell you why. And I have that's no what idea I hear why. constantly from people that don't get it. The wife's always like, "Yeah, yeah, why are you telling me this story?" It's like it's just you know, you know. Artists got art too. I, I guess one of the hard things is like me and and uh, my coworker are always like his dad like I think you know worked in the mill or whatever, and my dad was a mechanic on his own business. And we're always like when we do things that are goofy, we're like, dude, our dads would have never done this. Like we'll come up with these stupid would you rather scenarios while working, Love and them. we're like, dude, our, there's no way our dads talked Love about this. Them. Our dads went to work and they 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 got they got shit done, and then they went yeah. home and they they slept and they got back up and went to work again. Mm-hmm. Like they they didn't exist outside of their 
their dadness. Maybe they didn't have the wiggle room. But maybe they did. I'm just saying, like, he's like, there's no way that, like, my dad would be Snapchatting his food. Or, you know, your dad would be... I stick by that's a bad idea. I'm just saying, ultimately, uh, I'm not going to be... You can troll all you want. I know it's a good fun, but... Uh, my dad, my, my dad wouldn't have documented his life in photographs on a, on some, no. he would have been like, first of all, nobody needs to know what you're doing. It's your personal business. And why would you let perfect strangers see your, your home, your children, uh, the food you eat, uh, the life you live like right. that's, that's to be kept private. That's what we do now. We're all connected. Yeah. But that's not the world we live in. So I'm going to, I'm going to Instagram as hard as I possibly can. And well, I, you don't need to do that. Well, I mean, I don't need to. Well, that could be. Listen, that's your homework for this week. But, but you asked me a question in the beginning. That's for you. So let's let's bring it around. What was the question you asked me before we started? Oh, what number? What weight number do you have to get to before you start taking a bunch of selfies? Because that's the only. Thing you're you already have. not scared to selfie. You'll, no. you'll selfie. Yeah, I will. You'll be up in a selfie. Yeah. But I, I saw you've been losing weight. You're looking good. So I I go. All right, Dave's Dave's looking better. He's improving himself physically. What is the number before we start seeing Dave at the gym and shit? We start seeing the Dave. I won't go to the gym. Well, not at the gym. But okay. What is the number before you start really going, you know what? The world, like the same way the world needs to see this uh, bagels and locks, they need to also see me in this shirt. I feel like. Uh, Do you have a number in mind? Yeah. I'm pro- but I mean, not a number I want to share, but I have a number in mind, like mm-hmm. an ultimate end of where I'm going to start doing maintenance and no longer be dieting. Nope. And fe- or, I mean, where you start I, I, feeling other people need to see it right now. Selfies just, right now. Ju- and, and dude, that, that it's, what should it's my relative. Be? Oh, you got, you got a way to go. But it, it's <laughs> this, this is, and I'm just talking about your body and mine, different bodies, but, right, but, um, right, right. It's all relative about the weight loss. It's all relative in, in, in this entire year of, because remember I told you when I was 40, I said, I'm taking this year and I'm going to be in the best shape I've ever been in. That's my goal for between, but by the time I turn 40, was that then last it was, year? The, no, then it was okay. before I turned 41 right, right, and now right, it's right. going to be, and, and it's going to happen before I turn 42 for but sure. I thought you had like given up and all of a sudden it actually, no, you yeah, it just so took me a little, you, you little time your, uh, to get restarted. Put your but, foot forward. But, but that feeling better. Um, I want you to tell me the number the way I don't eat chips. You know what I mean? I want you to put it out Give me there. one second. So so ultimately, every day that I continue to lose weight or become more fit or feel stronger, um, that that's that's kicked off everything else. So it's like, okay, now maybe I feel like I'm going to get another tattoo because I'm feeling pretty good about myself. There it is. So... And it's also like, hey, I don't care about doing this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna skateboard because I feel good about. And then myself, you'll be writing whatever. that book. Next thing you know, you'll be writing that book. <sighs> Dude, so, you will be. I mean, eventually, the yeah. book not gonna get written. No, it'll get written. I think it will. It'll get written. I think so. I'm also going to. Uh, my next goal is to at least. Well, I don't even roast one batch of my own of of, of a of oh, a no. game of man coffee. Hey, coffee. Yeah, gotta figure out how to do it. Can we, like, if you help? them roast one will they name it after you or something? i don't know maybe, i mean maybe? i gotta figure it out listen dude I'm, I'm treat, to treat yourself gets a name why wouldn't hey my man get a name if look i'll come help you want me to shovel but, beans but i or guess my, my own thing is with somebody else doing that i would be like i would hate for someone to make a coffee and be like i haven't had a, i don't have a name for it so this will be yours no it's got to be something that i i i enjoy drinking because i don't want to have to like stomach something i'm it's not down good, with yeah. you know what i'm saying like be into it. i don't want to be throwing that around there and it has my name you said on that treat yourself might be a little like you're like this one might be a little more intense i love it. i liked it more 
Yeah, that was. Turns out I really like Charisma the Plus dark. One uh, is probably one of the best coffees I ever drank. The rum, get the rum stuff is super good, but I don't necessarily. I cold need brewed the rum. that. I, just I, I like, didn't have it regular. I just like the really dark stuff, though. Yeah. Skewed. All right. Well, that is episode 182 of the Hey My Man podcast. It's a little bit longer, so um, you could either enjoy it in uh, one sitting or you could, um, I don't know, I guess enjoy Do it. Do something this week that would have otherwise embarrassed you. Yeah, and then uh, we'll ask you to tell us about it, and you can just not do that. So, <laughs> thanks, th- thanks for always uh, interacting with the podcast. Later.